From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Dread Podcast Network presents. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Stay alive, maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and fucking all. And this week, I'm Kim Burns, and I'm going to try and stay alive. Oh, this week you're Kim Burns. Okay. Only this week. I don't know who I'll Uh, be next week. You know, growth and evolution over a lifetime. That's me. Yeah. Uh, This week, I find myself to be Ketron Porter, and I am going to be the teller of the tale. Welcome, Ketron. Welcome to you too, uh, Kim. Kim, is Kim. it? Kim, thank you. Nice, yep. Yeah, nice to meet you. Um, hi, hello. How are hi. you? Hi, I am fantastic. I'm in a different recording hear. location for all of our Sammies watching on video. Uh, I started a new job this week, and yes, she did. I love it so much. I'm so happy. I feel like I haven't had an actual job before because I always worked <laughs> at restaurants. Uh, I mean, I, I did actually. I've had 500 jobs, but they've all been like the most random things, like yeah, poker dealer, uh, always restaurants, hand model, still doing that. But uh, I did work in casting. That was the realest job I ever had. But that was like yeah. a thousand years ago. So a thousand years ago, yeah, um, that's true. It's just been a long time, so it's pretty exciting to have something that feels like 
fulfilling and stimulating and it's for like a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful like person that I really believe in. And so that super helps. helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So because I imagine some of the tasks <laughs> one is asked to do, if you don't like the person, they become more difficult. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that's so exciting. I'm so proud of you. Thank She's such you. such a busy little, a busy little bee. It is. I'm just like diving in. So it's so much catch up and so much learning and stuff. But I love it. I guess we can just dive into the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all I have to talk about is work. So because yeah. it's like just been nonstop. And I'm just so happy. Oh, good. Well, I chose this movie. Uh, okay. So, Eric and I have been watching them on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, It's it's hard to do. Like I I like I don't even know if I like feel comfortable like even recommending it just because the acting is exceptional. The 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 production of it is exceptional. It is an exceptional work of art. That being said, the amount of trigger warnings and the different types of trigger warnings, I just wouldn't even feel comfortable recommending it. So I sort of just feel like everyone should do your own research on this and decide whether or not it's for you or not, because it might not be for you. Yeah, is a lot of sort trigger of warnings. But, um, you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so good. It's and so scary. Good. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's in, so like, scary. But yeah, it's it's tough to watch on it's, it, yeah. so many levels. Yeah. So I, I guess I am recommending it, but I guess I'm saying like, it's trigger like, warning. Do effect. some research. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Eric and I got a little like mentally messed up from one of the episodes, which brings me to this movie. We were watching a particularly upsetting episode. And oh, then I said, Oh, okay. I was like, and yeah. then we did this this movie? No, but you're trying to do the opposite. Great. Exactly. Oh, I love yes. that. Um, so we needed a palate cleanser. I chose the palate cleanser and I chose Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I loved that movie so much. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in the entirety of my life, and I thought it was perfect. Um, Eric was less enthused by it. Um, and so he was like, I need a palate cleanser from our palate. <laughs> but I would like the same vibe. And so we chose this. We chose 2004's Club Dread. Oh, have you heard of it? Uh, yes, but I, I really know nothing about it, to be okay. honest. Great. I'm very happy about that. Um, it is directed by Jay. Sean, mm-hmm. Sean Resikar. I definitely got that wrong. My apologies. Um, also, his name is not Sean. It's Jay, and I'm reading Jay, but did I say Sean? Well, you said Jay Sean Resikar. Oh, okay. That's why I felt the name Sean in my mouth. There we go, because <laughs> I got so hung up on his last name. His name is Jay. This is by uh, the dudes who made Super Troopers. So it's all the Broken Lizard guys. Okay. Um, so the writers are uh, Jay Chandras Shikar, Kevin Heffernan, Steve Lemmy, Paul Soder, and Eric Stolhansky. Uh, so yeah, it's the Super Trooper guys. So if you're wondering about the vibe, that's the vibe of this movie. And you said 2004 or 14? 2004. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So we have 
a lot of dead or alive, but Ooh. we also have six trillion questions, so it evens out. Okay. Um, all right. So, dead or alive, Lars. Dead. Penelope. Alive. Jenny. Dead. Juan. Alive. Putman. Dead. Dave slash DJ. Alive. Uh, Sam slash fun. Dead. You. Alive. Pete. Dead. Hank. Alive. Nice. Uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Terrible. But I saw what you were doing there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just yeah. gave it a go. I just like <laughs> just the little pattern. Yeah. Great. Uh, okay. Here we go. Club Dread. Prepare to be delighted by stupidity. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. So we open on an aerial view of a very remote island where it looks uninhabited, sort of remote desert island, deserted island. And the title card says Pleasure Island, Costa Rica. We now cut to a boy and a girl running through the woods. And they're, you know, camp count, early 20s is their age. And they're like running through the jungle and they're like, <laughs> stop it. Like that kind of vibe. And she's like, <laughs> and like takes her shirt off for no reason. Uh, and uh, the boy like stops up against a tree. His name is Rolo and her name is Stacy. And Rolo is like, why did you invite the British wanker? And she's like, oh, come on. He's nice. Uh, and then he's like, hey, you want some weed? And like pulls out a bag of grass. And he, and she's like, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you just call it grass? They call it grass in the movie. And I wanted to sound cool. Uh-huh. Oh, that was to did, sound cooler. OK. Did I do it? No. No. No, no, no. Okay. That was the opposite of oh. what you apparently wanted. Oh, I'll try again later. Um, <laughs> um, and she's I like, mean, unless yeah, we were like some- 1970s hippies, then yeah. maybe you'd be cooler yeah. then. So anyway, she's like, yeah, I want some grass. Um, and he's like, okay, you have to lick my chest first. What? I was like, lick your chest? I was like, lick your right. chest. Didn't you me. have an unfortunate nipple licking situation in high school and I mean in college <laughs> am I making that up <laughs> wasn't there some sort of like nipple drama a little bit <laughs> yeah a little bit I don't want to talk about it but yeah well just you don't like have to a, talk about just it like I a, just needed to know if I imagined like a, it or not someone who enjoyed nipple play of their themselves not of my themselves. nipples Right. It appears that Rolo is of that same persuasion. So she's licking his chest. Uh, and oh. as she is doing it, he's like up against a tree, like really into it. Like, <laughs> wow. I mean, like he's acting as if like his penis comes out of his sternum. Yeah. Like how- I mean, so that's that's my college experience. with them. <laughs> Yeah. So Some I guess, people are just really into it, you know, no kink shaming. No kink Sometimes shaming. Sometimes that's like your spot, you know? 
it's Rolo's spot. For and sure. Stacy Stacy is happy to oblige. Is he a hairy chested man or a, a non hairy? Nope. Okay. Nope. Bare chested fellow. That's um, more enjoyable sh- to lick, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh God, how sad would it be if you were like a hairy bear man, but you also really liked chest and nipple play? Oh, no. <laughs> so sad. Um, okay, so she is licking his chest, and and he's all into it, but she, like, hears something, like, kind of hears, like, maybe, like, somebody stepping on a twig and it breaking or something like that. And so she's like, can we go somewhere else, like, just more private or, like, elsewhere? And he's like, yeah, we can go to that old abandoned Mayan cemetery over there. And she's like, great. <laughs> So they head over there, and she's like, isn't this place, like, sacred or something? And Rollo's like, who cares? They're dead. And, like, kicks over a headstone. <gasps> rude. Very rude. Very disrespectful. I'm coming at you if you knock over my headstone. Oh, sir. yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. You better get um, ready to be haunted. Right? Yeah. I'll haunt with you, Thank even you. if they don't knock mine over. Yeah. Team well, haunt. Like, Team haunt. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, they then hear something again. And they're like, what is that? So Rolo hears it this time. And he picks up a stick. And he says, this guy is going to be picking his teeth out of my dump. So, yeah, he says, this guy is going to be picking his teeth. Out of my dump, which suggests to me three things. Dump? What? Please tell me because I do not know. I I was equally as confused. I'm not getting it. Here's what it suggests to me. It suggests to me that Rolo is going to take a dump. Then it suggests to me that he's going to force this noisemaker to eat his dump. Then thirdly, it suggests to me that Rolo's dump is so hard that it's breaking this guy's teeth off as he eats it. He's going to be pick- – say it again. He's going to be picking – This guy is going to be picking his teeth out, out of, of my, my dump. dump. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I I came here with this with questions as well. <laughs> it appears that I will not be getting any clarification. Because I was like, oh, maybe he punches his teeth out. That's where I started then, to go. But then you break down the sentence. Yeah. And you're like, no – no. So then you <laughs> so anyway, I need to do an entire postmortem breaking down the on, sentence structure of this yeah. one line. Well, yeah, postmortem will be diagramming a sentence. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he walks out of frame with like a big stick, okay? And as he's walking, he falls into a trap. Oh, shit. So like it's like a hole that's like covered over with yeah, palms. Yeah, with palms. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic island. Really- classic island booby trap yeah uh but he only falls in like up to his waist so oh (laughs) it's only (laughs) way yeah it's 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 only way steep yeah it's like it was like a practice trap (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like in case you're running that you then just trip and fall on your face mostly yep yep Yep. but if you're standing right over it you just go oh (laughs) okay (laughs) And then you just step out of it. Step out, yeah. But before he steps out, we see right in front of the trap is a miniature Easter Island head. 
is what it looked like, where it's like a looks like a Mayan statue okay. of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knocks it over, and I'm like, dude, you are really disrupting the yeah. spirits of this island, sir. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, whatever, and then monkey ah. jumps out at him, and they're like, ah. And Rolo's like, watch the hair, man. It's a monkey. <laughs> Rolo. Yeah. Then we see that the person making the noise was another girl. And she's got three frozen strawberry margaritas on a tray. Oh. And she's like, okay, so where are we going to do this? And we see that it's going to be a jungle threesome. Whoa. Fun. Yeah. Stacy is also into it, and she's like, we could go to that old abandoned ancient mausoleum back there. Great idea, Stace. Yep. So they go in, and it's like, it looks like a full, like, Indiana Jones set. Yeah. Where, like, nobody, <laughs> did nobody, like, discover these artifacts? Like, are you guys disco- <laughs> discovering these artifacts right now? Like, is that what's happening? I and it appears it. to be the case. So they're all in there. Rolo's being disrespectful. And then the girls like pick up this one statue that's just like a giant dong, like just a big old penis, ancient penis. And they're like, we don't even need you anymore. And so they (laughs) start kissing each other with the dong in the middle. And it's all like very sexy. I'm a very sexy. Sea girl, and it's <laughs> okay. like very pornographic the way that they're kissing, and then the door closes ah. behind them, and they're like, <gasps> and it's like pitch black. Margarita girl goes over and she opens it. She's like, must have just been the wind. So now everyone is taking heads off. No, everyone taking heads off, pants everyone. off, shirts off, shirts off. It's shirts. Yep, everyone's taking their shirts off. Why did I write heads? Very strange. <laughs> and they're all making out. And it's like very pornographic in the sense that it's like very presentational kissing where it's like, I'm trying to turn on the cameraman. And uh, blonde girl is, so brunette girl is blowing him. Okay, so like wow, she can't see past him. Right? Okay. And then blonde girl is licking his ear. Okay, and blonde girl then stops, and he's like, "What? Too waxy?" Ew! Blorf. Blorf. Blorf is right. Uh, You really ruined the mood, Rolo. If it wasn't too waxy, I'm uh, I just my vagina dried up. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, like Rolo himself is his own mood ruiner. (laughs) Uh, But this fair. This didn't help. So blonde girl, we just see her face and like she's just like wide eyed, scared of something. And Rolo is like kind of ignoring it. And he's like, what do you think about smacking me in the face? And she starts like backing Done, up. Done, Rolo. Like, yeah, goodbye. And he's like, uh, and he's like, OK, like, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. I'm n- come on. I'm not asking you to eat my crap. And I was like, what is with you in the eating What's of crap? What's happening? What is with you in the eating of crap? This makes me think that there's going to be some scat play at some point, and I'm not here for it. Because you brought up your dump too, too many times in two <laughs> minutes. So he's like, come on. And she's like backing up. And as she's backing up, 
Rolo is sliced from behind with a machete. The girls are splattered with blood and they run out of the mausoleum and they manage to grab their shirts real quick and put them on as they're running. That's great. And then they come to a fork in the road. Question one, what do you do and what do they do? Uh, I'm going to take the fork to uh, to the g- g- get off the island station. I'm so on an island, the island right? Oh, yes. It's the remotest of all. Uh, I mean, I don't know how I got here, but if I if one of these leads to that, I'm going to go there. Are both of you? Uh, I think they're going to go towards where they got strawberry margaritas from. One point. Um... Yeah, going to civilization, I think, is the right choice. Uh, but what they do is they come to a fork in the road and they say, you go that way no. and I'll go this way. What? So, Boo. So blonde girl is running, running, running down her fork and she hits a cliff at, that's like 400 miles high. Ah out onto the ocean, craggy rocks below, and she, like, almost falls off, Shit. and she reaches back to grab a branch. She doesn't grab a branch. <gasps> she grabs a machete. So, but before we see that, we cut, oh, so we just see her, like, scared face. Then we cut back to the brunette. The brunette has, in fact, run to civilization, mainland kind of thing also margarita town sort of Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. but she stops and breathes a sigh of relief (sighs) so now we cut back to blonde girl who has in fact grabbed a machete and then we just see her hands slide (gasps) off the machete and she falls to her death and on the way down I bet that cut hurts so bad, like the worst paper cut you've ever had. Yeah. So bad. So now we cut back to Brunette, who's just like (sighs) at the edge of civilization, just breathing a sigh of relief when she is sliced by a machete. Wow. We got back there pretty quick. I know. I was like, wait, are there two? Yeah. So, and then we just see like her body on the ground and it's kind of just like jiggling, you know? And then we just see Club Dread. Now, what I believe we're to believe is that the vicinity of the three people was pretty close together in mm-hmm. terms of the timeline. Um, so now we cut to a smallish, uh, a fairy. A fi- if a fairy and a yacht had a baby is like what is now being it's docking <laughs> into shore. Well, because I was going to say, like, it's it's like it looks like a yacht. Oh, <laughs> oh you were thinking F-A-I-R-Y. 100% thought you meant, Not like, a magical fairy and a yacht had a baby. And, a and I was like, okay. <laughs> do you know what Do you know what this is? A hominem problem. It's a hominem problem. Except it's not a hominem for me because I would say fairy. Oh right! And sorry, fairy. I just there are two different words in my 
mouth. Sorry, guys. Uh, you can't see this, but I'm blind now because I just rolled my eyes so hard again. <laughs> fairy and so, fairy, two different words. So the boat is pulling in, and we just hear all these people like, party time hey. USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we hear a song <clears throat> playing, and you can picture uh, the vibe of it. It's got a very Jimmy Buffett vibe. So it's like, there's a little place where the sun sleeps late, pours himself a shot of tequila. It's a little place called Pleasure Island. That's where I'd like to feel ya. So boat docks. And there's a guy with kind of like uh, longish hair, like it's about to be dreads. Just like a very like fun, summery guy. Big guy with kind of a Tommy Bahama shirt on. And he's just <laughs> okay. kind of breathing in the island air, looking yeah. around. All of the passengers mm. are unloading. And as this guy, his name is Lars, is uh, debarking, disembarking. <laughs> sure. Getting off the boat. Um <laughs> debarking i don't think that's it i don't think that's it (laughs) he's getting off the boat and he's like encountering the staff members as we go down and so like when it comes to one it's like hey are you ready for the time of your life and then it's like freeze frame and it says jenny aerobics so we're like getting what everyone's okay cool so then he walks a little further down the dock and it's like fiesta time ready to party and it's Juan water sports okay then we learn that this guy's name is Lars Brunkhurst and he keeps trying to ask them a question but they're just kind of like ushering him down the dock and we see Coconut Pete's Pleasure Island then we move down a little bit further and we just see uh, a guy with like long long dreads um, but with a British accent he's like Who'd like to party? Who'd like to party? <laughs> and it says Putman tennis. <laughs> then we cut to the next guy, and uh, he's like, "Just follow the officer. Just follow the officer." Freeze, and it's Dave, DJ slash drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get uh, a police officer, fake police officer with like road flares, and he's like, "Welcome." to Coco Pete's Pleasure Island. Now you are here to have fun. If you choose not to have fun, fun will be provided to you. (laughs) And it's like, Sam, fun police. (laughs) Fun police. (laughs) (laughs) So Lars is like still trying to get directions and fun police says to another staff member um, as like, so fun police is standing there and he's like, go, go, go to Lars. And then like he encounters another guy and I think it was Rolo because what we realized is like I forgot to tell you this was an hour or so like it said an hour earlier basically so like oh. the murder that happened then it's like an hour earlier sorry I forgot to write that down but oh that's what it is. okay so the boat coming is an hour earlier is an hour from earlier. the thing we yeah. had before okay, okay, okay exactly so I think the guy that fun police says hey man you got the grass I loaned you grass uh <laughs> is Rolo I think um, but the guy's like, nope, and also I'm broke, and like pulls out his pockets to be like, no money. And then he's like, deuces, and like gives the finger to the fun police. Mm-hmm. And as this happens, it sort of like slows down 
not full freeze frame on the fun police, but just like a very like menacing look and the music kind of changes where we're like, uh oh, is fun police mad at something? What? Now we cut to we're on the island now, guests are arriving, and we see the blonde girl from the beginning is handed a tray of hors d'oeuvres by you. Not you, why you. The character's name is you. Okay. They get a they get a, a lot of jokes out of that. Oh um, great. Yeah. And blonde girl's like, sorry I'm late. And you hands her like a tray of hors d'oeuvres. And as you walks away, blonde girl puts down the tray of hors d'oeuvres and picks up a tray of three frozen strawberry margaritas. Okay. And kind of like uh, sneakily goes over to uh, Dave DJ Drugs, who's also standing with one of the other ones. And she's like, hey, do you have a little something for my drinks? And, like, DJ Dave pulls out, like, a little bag and, like, drops three pills into each of the the cocktails. And he's like, I hope you enjoy your evening uh, <laughs> and that you have an enjoyable experience. Ooh, I and, get it. And the other guy is like, we get it. It's E. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Um, and wow, so they then, really hopped right on the uh, ecstasy threesome train the second they walked onto shore. Yeah, well, <laughs> to be fair, these were, I believe they were employees. They, they were in, so they'd been there. Oh. They didn't just get off the boat. Oh, um, I thought like yeah. the whole crew showed up together. No, the crew was like there to be like, we're here. Okay. I mean, Got welcome, it. you know. Right. Uh, so as Blonde Girl is walking away, DJ Dave is like, you want to share those marks? And Blonde Girl's like, sorry, they're totally spoken for. And then we get the same like slow-mo on Dave and the music is like, and we're like, oh, now Dave is mad. What's okay. going on? So now Stacy, the girl from the beginning, is talking to Putman. Remember, he's the British dreads guy. And he's saying something like super douchey. And he's just like, the jungle gives me a case of the wonky britches. And everyone's like, <laughs> shut up, Putman. And Rolo comes by and like puts his arm around Stacy. And as he like walks away, he's like, You're such an F cake, Putman. An F cake? <laughs> an F cake. This is the shit eater. And he's calling people F cakes. I don't know. <laughs> is that fuck cake? <laughs> or, or fun cake? I mean, yeah, I guess that's fuck cake. I mean, what else could it be? I don't know. Oh, it could also be the other bad F word. Yeah, he but I don't like feel like. Uh, he would say F for that, right? Yeah, he would just say the word. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, I guess we'll have to po- postpone him <laughs> this as well. <laughs> A lot of creative language in this script. Yeah. Uh, so now Rolo takes Stacy away from Putman, and we get the slow-mo angry <gasps> on Putman. Oh, who is it? Oh, it could be Anybody. Anybody. So now we cut to a little stage, like a little island tiki stage, and all of the guests have just arrived on the beach, and so like this is their welcome or whatever. And we we see, and now introducing Coconut Pete, Woo! and out on stage, 
comes long-haired, two-tan, leathery guitar playing with a headset Bill Paxton. (laughs) And it's fucking great. And he's singing his song, and I wrote, Poor Man's Jimmy Buffett. Like, that's the vibe of his music. okay. And he's talking about, he's like, I took this song, the song about Pleasure Island that he wrote, and I turned it into reality. And everyone's like, yeah. And then he's like, and here's your staff ready to take care of you in more ways than one. And everyone like, cheers. Okay. No, this is, Kim, this is Pleasure Island. Yeah, you can eat all the dumps you want. (laughs) (laughs) Lick all the nipples you'd like. Yep. Oh, yeah. Lots of nip licking. Um, And so then he says he's like, there's no cell phones, no fax machines, and no strings attached. (laughs) And everyone's like, yeah. And then we see the boat that brought them here going off. Good for them. Free love. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do I it. Let's it. lick let's lick everyone's nipples, eat everyone's dumps. Um so now the fun police who Sam gets up on stage and he's like, Coconut Pete, you're under arrest. And Bill Paxton is like, What? What are the charges, officer? <laughs> and Sam Fun Police says, Free giving out free drinks at the pool right now from noon to three, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" They all run to the pool. <laughs> Honestly, this sounds great. Let's go! It's delightful. I know it's so fun. I, so now, I could use a, a pleasure island week, right? Couldn't yeah. we all? Couldn't we all? Couldn't like we all, we all deserve a pleasure island week we right really now in do. our lives. And I bet we could find like this, like oh yeah, exactly this. Somewhere. Somebody has created this island somewhere. Mm, For sure. So now we cut to a lost girl Uh -uh. walking down a jungle road alone. And she, like, is very nervous and appears to be being watched. But Mm -hmm. we don't know by who. And then she hears monkey noises. Mm. Ah, Jungle noises. Ah, And then gorilla. Just like, Ah! what? And she, like, hits it, and its head falls off. What? And then we see that it's Brittany Daniel carrying – Jenny is played by Brittany Daniel – carrying a giant gorilla, like, costume kind Okay, of okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, what did you do that for to welky the welcome gorilla? And she's <laughs> like, oh, sorry, you just scared me. And she's like – Two dudes were trying to hump it back there, so I'm stashing it out here for safekeeping. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, I'm Jenny. And then the girl is like, I'm Penelope. And we learn that, like, Penelope's new staff member, right? Okay. Or no. Is she a new staff member? Doesn't really matter. She's either a contestant, not a contestant. (laughs) An island? A guest? A yes. guest. There we go. There you go. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to help, but I honestly couldn't. <laughs> I just, like, just let you think for a while. Yeah. yeah. No, she's definitely a guest. She's not a staff member. <laughs> but Jenny says, do I know you? And Penelope says, nope. And she's like, where are you from? And she's like, no, Alaska. She's like, hmm. And Penelope's like, I just have one of those faces. 
And Jenny is like, well, don't miss free drinks by the pool. See ya. So now we cut to the pool. And there are two bro dudes being the broiest bro dudes of all bro dudes. <laughs> okay. Like they're literally just like watching girls walk by and they're just like, hey, orange <laughs> bikini, 12 o'clock. You want to get rammed? Am I right? Boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And they're like, hey, Boner City, am I right, bro? Like, that's... (laughs) Oh, no. And as they're talking boners, we see in the background the brunette from the beginning getting slashed. And they're just, like, not even paying attention. Oh, because she was, like, almost back to them. Exactly. Okay. But they're not paying attention because they're just being like, do you want to be drilled by Manny? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) They're great. Then bro dudes spot Jenny. And Jenny is, I got to say something, Brittany Daniel, who was in like all of the early 2000s. Do I know who Brittany Daniel is? You 150% know who Brittany Daniel is because she was literally in every single one of these movies in in the early 2000s. Oh, she's a um, Sweet Valley High twin. Yep. Yep, that's, that's how I know her. Yeah. <laughs> so Jenny starts walking over and we learn a little bit about her because they're like, oh, man, is that Jenny aerobics? And the other guy's like, Jenny aerobics is like, yeah, she's famous now. She's the new Amy aerobics. And they like <laughs> laugh about it, whatever, that she like okay. took over some aerobics show from Amy aerobics. And now it's Jenny. Aerobics. Right. Right. And then they say something broy, and they like hug each other. But then, like, it gets a little handsy, and they're both like, don't be gay, dude. But, like, they were both right, a little gay about right, it. Right, right, um, right. Hey, it's Pleasure Island. Love free. Just, yeah, just touch each other's boners. Have a blast. Do whatever. So now we cut to you and Jenny meeting Lars. And they're like, hey, are you the new masseuse? And <clears throat> Lars is like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm Lars. And uh, Jenny is like, well, let's see what you got. And she, like, turns around and you turns around. And he just, like, touches each of their shoulders. And we hear, like, a gong sound. And they just orgasm from just, like, him touching their shoulders. Okay. <laughs> you getting the vibe of the movie? I'm very much getting the vibe. Yeah. And I'm here for it. It's wonderful. So now overcomes DJ Drugs Dave, and he's like, we traded in the hot Swedish chick for this guy, and Lars is very sweet. Like, he's just kind of like, mm-hmm. He's like six foot two and just like kind of a big dude, like a big-ish dude. Um, and uh, Dave and Fun Police uh, grab Jenny and like carry her off, and she's like, it's limbo time. And like, she's the limbo stick. So like, as she's being carried off, um, she's like, I'll see you later, Lars. See you at the pool. Bye. And she's like being the limbo (laughs) stick as all these people go underneath of her. We go back to the two like bro dudes and we just kind of like, uh, pan across and they're both like pretending to like vigorously masturbate like at each other, but just being like, no, my dick's bigger. Like just being fucking weirdos. (laughs) 
And we see the dead body in the background. Oh. That nobody else saw. <clears throat> so now we cut to dance party at the club. That's exactly what it is. And so uh, D- Dave, DJ, drugs is the DJ. Great. That yep. seems fitting. Yep. And Jenny's behind the bar. Just being like a cute bartender. And we see an ice luge. Fun. Course, which I've never done. I've never done an ice luge. I have no idea if I have. I've seen a lot of them. But I Here's may have weird. been working when. I can say definitively that you have. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It seems like something I would have done in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I do feel like a lot of ice luges I've been around, I might have been working. Been working. Okay. Well, can we put that on our bucket list? Ice luge for me. Sure. Great. And by ice so, luge, you mean just like drinking through like a decorative ice piece, right? Is that your... Correct. Okay. I just, I'm I curious <laughs> what you're referring to. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I was like what you... Yeah. Where it's like, woo, yeah, like goes you down, want to like, do a, like a shot from it, kind of thing. Yeah, yes, no, yeah, exactly. I feel like I've done that. Yeah. So, and then like DJ, I don't know why I wrote this. I think he calls everyone. All right, party foxes and coxes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Coconut Pete enters, and everyone's hey. like, "Yeah, Coconut Pete!" And he's just like with his drink, like, "Yeah, <laughs> welcome, party people." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes over and he meets Lars, who is running the ice luge right now. He's the masseuse, but he's running the ice ice luge. And uh, he's like, hey, welcome to the island. He's like, is that a tranquility blouse? And Lars is like, yeah, it's the same one you wore on your album cover. Pink crustaceans and good vibrations. <laughs> and he just like starts like spouting off facts about coconut peat oh big fan big fan big 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 fan super fan yeah and coconut peat is like cool 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 man he's like i don't know if they told you but when you run the ice luge you got to wear the pleasure sweater and Lar- <laughs> and he hands him like a gross old sweater and lars is like oh yeah someone told me that but it was just kind of like balled up on the ground and it's pretty hot in here and then like pete is like putting it on him he's like oh okay all right <laughs> Pete is also with some guy named Hank. We'll meet Hank later. Okay. But Hank is like Pete's buddy. Like doesn't really work there, but also like appears to have employee privileges, if you know what I mean. Sure. Kind of yeah, thing. totally. So now we cut to Juan, who comes up to Pete, and he's like, hey, Pete, see that cute girl over there? Says she went to one of your concerts back in 99. She was sitting in row F, seat 42. And Pete and Pete's like, thanks, man. And so he goes over to the girl and he's like, hey, do I know you? Oh, Let no. me guess. Concert, summer of 99, row F, seat 48. And she's like, yeah, that was me. And he's like, I never forget a pretty face. And then he like walks off with his arm around her and kind of like looks to Juan like, yeah. And <laughs> And he's like, ready, would you like to have the grand tour? Who is this character that I'm doing? I am nailing. You really are. I'm loving it. I'm just watching your show. Yeah. It's kind of like a Keanu Reeves kind of, what's up, man? But also Bill Paxton from this movie. All right. Uh, 
You and should so, embody this more often. Yeah. So when you want to like feel happy and good. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. I'll just, I'll just yeah. become possessed by coconut peat. So at this point, we see some guy go by and he's like shot in the face with a water gun and he's like, oh, that was tequila. And then mm-hmm. away. <laughs> yeah. Now the fun police find Penelope and Juan is standing nearby and they're kind of talking. So the fun police comes up and like straps them together, like hooks them together so that they're uh-huh. like pelvis to pelvis. And like Penelope is like smitten and mm. Juan is like pretty into it too. But like also he's Juan. You know, so like he's like he's not really a settled down kind of guy. Oh, um, okay. And he like looks at her name tag and it says Penelope and he's like, Oh, Penelope, beautiful <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm here on spring break. I go to Oral Roberts. And Juan is like, Is that like the Anal Johnson or Dirty Sanchez? And she's like, What? <laughs> and <laughs> and he's like, Never mind. Oh man. And then she looks over to a giant, like it looks like a, like a an aquarium in the place. So it's like you're looking through a window, like underwater kind of thing. But I learned later it's actually a hot tub, but it's like a glass hot tub. So like everyone can cool, s- and it's like raised, and everyone can like see who's in the hot tub. Interesting. And we just see two people like fucking. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. and. Penelope is like, oh, my God. And Juan's like, ah, yes, a magical place. (laughs) (laughs) So now we cut to a dishwasher going outside for a smoke. Sorry. Not the machine. (laughs) It crossed my mind at first. I'm not going to lie, but I I picked it up pretty quickly. Great. I just don't want to take any chances anymore. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it person whose occupation is that of washing dishes goes outside for a smoke and uh um you comes out and she's like don't take too long those dishes are dirty whatever dishwasher whose name is carlos walks over and we see that there's like a giant wooden board that has like all the staff names on it and then like a star for like each station where like each staff member is supposed to be. So it's like their okay, schedule. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And at the bottom we see that there's like a little chalkboard that says guess the coconut peat song, win a drink, and then next to it is written lyrics. And these lyrics are three amigos took an undersea trip and never were seen again. Guess what am I supposed to guess? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. I was just saying what it said. It just—that's what it said. Okay. So there's this thing where it's like, if you guess what song this is from, you win a free drink. Here are the lyrics, kind of. Thing. Three amigos in an took un- an undersea trip oh. and never were seen again. I have no idea. You shouldn't, because it's a made-up song. Oh, I've great. Never heard before. Good. Yeah. Then I, uh, <laughs> I stick with my first answer. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So dishwasher then hears something. And so he starts walking towards the jungle to look at what it is. And he's like, goddamn monkeys, because we see that the monkeys have knocked over a trash can that's like right at the edge of the jungle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he goes over to start putting the trash back in the trash can. And we see a knife (gasps) coming up behind him. And then Carlos turns and says, you. Uh it's you. Oh. And she's like, 
These knives are filthy, Carlos. Uh, when are you going to clean them? You got me. And Carlos is like, manana. And you walks off. So now dishwasher walks off and he hears the clattering again <gasps> and sees that the trash cans are knocked over again. Question two, what do you do? And what does he do? I think he's going to go back to them. Okay. And I'm going to be like, not my job. See you later. Time to go wash these knives. Double ding, bitch. So he goes over, starts putting the trash back in again, and then he's knife sliced. (laughs) Except it's machete sliced, but we can't really see that. So now we cut to bonfire time. Fun. And you know what goes with bonfires? Two white dudes playing guitar. And that's what we got. Sure. (laughs) And we hear that. So it's Coconut Pete playing guitar. And he's like, ponytail will get you tail. Just keep it out of my Mai Tai. (laughs) (laughs) And then cuts over to Lars, who's singing along with him with his own guitar. (laughs) Super fan. And he's like, a few cocktails will never fail to keep you and your Chiquita sky high. And then Lars and Pete are like duetting. And then the chorus is ponytails and cocktails, ponytails and cocktails. Word to the males, don't lose those tails because then you'll just have pony cock. <laughs> what? Is That's happening. The song. They're really good songs. Oh, um, no. So everyone claps. And then one drunk girl at the other end of the circle is like, play Margaritaville! Crickets. And everyone just stares at her. (gasps) And Coconut Pete says, I think you mean Pina Colada Berg. (laughs) And she's like, She's like, no, no, Margaritaville. And he goes, I think you mean Pina Kaladaberg. This is so stupid. Did we write this movie? And everyone. So then Pete gets up and he's like really starting to lose it. And he's like, he's like. How would you ever know that seven and a half years before Margaritaville was even on the map, I was already singing Pina Colada Bird? <laughs> Stolen. Yep. He's Jimmy Buffett stole it. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, who knew? Yeah. Who knew? I, I, I had no idea. Pina Colada Bird. So <laughs> uh, Hank like takes Pete away. To be like, calm down, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So he goes away. Uh, Lars. So now we cut to like the food table or whatever. And Lars comes up to Jenny, who is facing the table, like taking a drink of fruit punch or something. And Lars comes up and he's like, hey, Jenny. And just like touches her shoulders. And she's just like, and like spits all her (laughs) drink out because she had a shoulder orgasm. (laughs) 
God, <laughs> I want a fucking massage from this <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, you just wait. Wow. And so she turns around and he, she's like, oh, my God, you can't sneak up on me and do that. And he's like, sorry, your shoulders are just really tight. And she goes, some girls are just tighter than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, when she says that, he spits his drink into her face. Oh, okay. So now when it cuts back, she's like dabbing all of her face off. But in that Brittany Daniel way where it's like, I somehow I'm still like really hot when I'm doing this. Um, and he's like, hey, congratulations on the new job. And she's like, yeah, Amy Aerobics accidentally ate rat poison. Really? Oh, what? <laughs> accidentally ate rat poison, eh? Yep. Yeah. We have a lot suspects Mm -hmm. so she like grabs a tray and she's like super flirting with him like she's like okay see you later gotta pass around these crab legs crab legs (laughs) and just like being a being a little tart um so now we cut back to the bonfire and the guests are like tell us a scary story and so dave the dj is like all right I'll tell you the story. It's a true story of a staff member who used to work here mm-hmm. named Phil Coletti. Uh, and he meets a gorgeous woman. And that woman says, you want to go down to the jungle or go to the jungle, whatever. And uh, she's like, as they're walking, she asks him, do you believe in the local island le- legends? Voodoo zombies and he's like no way so they start boning but as phil is boning her something doesn't feel right it's pitch black everywhere and then a flash of lightning happens and phil sees that he's boning her in an ancient mayan cemetery and all Uh of the other dudes from the island are standing around watching him bone and he looks down and sees he's having sex with a corpse So Phil runs off to the shack, humiliated, grabs a machete, and (gasps) chops all the staff members into pieces. What? Then he chops off his own dick and runs screaming into the jungle, forever known as Machete Phil. And one one of the guests is like, so some dickless dude is running around the jungle? And... Dave DJ says, I don't go out there. I can still hear him crying out. Where's my penis? Where's my penis? (laughs) And then Putnam stands up and yells, and that boy was me. And his pants fall down and he's Buffalo billing his penis. So it looks like he doesn't have a penis. And everyone like stands up and runs away. And they're like, ah! And then Dave stands up, his pants drop. He's also Buffalo build himself. And he's like, you're such a fucking asshole, Putman. Oh, like he stole his joke. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. So now we cut to um, little staff congregation uh, over by the food table. And Coconut Pete is like, hey, someone needs to run the luau. And uh, uh, he tells fun police to do it. And uh, Pete is like, all right, cool. So you'll run it. And guys, 
is it too much to ask for you to have sex with the guests? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently not for these people. They're like, oh, yeah, sorry, Pete. Okay, okay, okay. I would like it to be my choice and consent. Please, thank you. Yeah, I mean... They, they, the staff appears to be consenting and just needed a reminder that these are part of the duties you've consented to. Okay. Is the vibe that I got. Right. So now we cut to a montage of activities. So we have uh, Juan leading people jumping off the cliff, and we see that it's the cliff that the girl fell off of, actually. Mm. So he's like showing people how to jump off of it. And, uh, then we see Putman teaching them tennis, and one of the guests who, uh, his name is Sam Levine, you would recognize him, uh, is like standing behind Putman, like imitating him. And so all the guests are laughing, and Putman is like, stop it! Then we cut to Jenny leading kickboxing on the beach. Then the fun police, uh, he's running like some balloon-popping drink game. And then we have Lars giving a massage mm-hmm. on a massage table. And then we have Pete and Hank at the bar just hanging out, being Pete and Hank. And you said he's – he's the people are jumping off the cliff? Mm-hmm. But it's like oh. Juan is like instructing them like when you jump, you need to jump out this part. Like just kind of being like this okay. you do it. But it's like a – Looks very dangerous. I, I don't a know thing that, that, that you could do and live I guess was ma- mostly my my. It does question. look like a thing you could do and live. Obviously yes. if they're doing it for fun times. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so – we see that the sign on the staff board where it's like, guess the lyrics and get a free drink, the lyrics have changed. And we see Pete look at the lyrics and they say, Bongo the stoned crab was high as a kite till he fell and cracked his shell. And Pete looks at it kind of like, huh. Like he, he's like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. But then he just goes back to drinking. And we see people playing in the pool, blah, blah, blah. So now we cut to another activity, which looks really fun. Mm. We hear Pac-Man sounds coming from loudspeakers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. And then we see that there's a giant topiary maze. Mm -hmm. And there's one guy who's (laughs) Pac-Man being chased by a bunch of girls. And he comes to a table where there's like a beer. And it's like, you have to drink the beer when you come to it and that's like his power up, you know? Uh And so uh he's like, all right, take off your shirts. And all the girls take off their clothes and they're in like matching red bikinis. And so now he can chase them. Ah! Oh, because that's like, okay, exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's real life Pac-Man. Exactly. Yeah. And so now we see that like other staff members are dressed as fruit. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So Putman comes around the corner as a banana and, uh, the dude like sees Putman as a banana and like Putman starts running and then the dude like tackles him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. And Putman is like a simple tag would have sufficed. And uh, then we see that there's two guys up in up in like a treehouse kind of thing. And they're sort of like running the whole like they can see the whole maze. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and one of them is like, where the fuck is Pretzel? And so they're they're like, go find Pretzel. And so <laughs> they go out. And they're looking for him, and they hear something in the outhouse. It's not really an outhouse, actually. I thought it was an outhouse, but I think it's more like a freestanding, like, office, you know? Okay. But, like, it, it kind of looks like a wooden ramshackle. <laughs> um, and 
Uh, so Fun Police opens the door and it's Juan dressed as a pretzel fucking a watermelon. A girl <laughs> dressed as a watermelon. And he's just like, Occupado. <laughs> And so he shuts the door, and we see a pair come around the corner. Okay. And Fun Police is like, hey, pair, you're up. And he's like, it's, all, it's my break, man. And he's like, take joy in your job, pair. He's like, oh, man. And then he throws a pear that he was eating. So a pear was oh, eating a pear. Cannibalism. Yeah. It's very upsetting. Um, so then we see pretzel and watermelon exit. Okay. As we see pretzel and watermelon exit, we now realize we're POV of somebody <gasps> watching. Ooh. We see someone walk towards the ramshackle thing, and we see the POV look at a trash can, and the trash can has a pineapple costume on it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's a costume for a trash can. It's not a costume for a person. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, but uh, we see this person put it on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we have the pair in the maze, just like walking around being a pair. And he like bumps into a bikini girl. And he's like, hey, watch it. And then he keeps walking. And in front of him is someone in a trash can pineapple. Oh, no. And we can see underneath that he's also got sort of like a, a wool poncho, like a long wool poncho, uh, which we recognize uh, from the killer from the beginning, that they're kind of like wearing like a long, sort of like a Mexican wool poncho sort of thing. Okay. And, and who where is the wool poncho right now the, with the pineapple? Uh, with the pineapple in the maze. So like they've met. And so the pineapple... Uh, so then the pair just kind of like, like, that's weird, and like walks away, goes another direction in the maze. So sorry, the poncho is wearing the pineapple. The poncho is wearing the pineapple. Great. And he comes face to face with pear. pear. Okay. Pear sees poncho pineapple, and poncho pineapple is just kind of like standing there. So pear is like, okay, weirdo. And so he goes a different direction. Mm-hmm. Comes around a corner, pineapple poncho <gasps> standing there Still again. There. No. This time, he's holding a machete. No! Question number three, what do you do and what does the pair do? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna yell for the people watching like okay. and like make a big scene. scene. Yeah, because okay. I know there's people like overlooking the full board basically. Right. So, Correct. yeah, I'm going to be like a crazy pair. And be like, I need, then get their attention. So that way, pineapple runs away. Love it. And what does Pear do? Uh, Pear, maybe. Who the fuck is Pear? We don't. We, oh, okay. He's a staff member. Okay. We don't know. No, 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 they know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's Pear. <laughs> what do you mean, who's Pear? Pear is Pear. <laughs> I have trouble keeping everyone <laughs> straight as yeah. it is. Uh, okay. Uh, he's going to. Um, uh, I think he's going to be like, kind of be like, what's up, dude? Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Kind of confront him in a high way. (laughs) One point. Which everyone seems to be on this. 
<laughs> one point for you. Yes, make a ruckus. Pear just goes the other way. Ah, that was going to be my second option. Yep. I should have gone with it. God damn it. So now he comes to a dead end and he's like, shoot, turns around. Pineapple poncho ah! with a machete slices the pear, the big giant pear costume. Like you, you can see it. Like yeah. it's like a the pear costume bleeds as if the machete was like cutting the flesh of a person. But it's a pear. Yeah. Much funnier watching it. Not as funny trying to describe it, no. but you get the you get the gist. Um, and so now we see an aerial view of bleeding pear with pineapple poncho and a machete. And then like on the other side of the maze, as if nothing wrong is happening, guests playing Pac-Man. So it's like we're just showing like the murder happened right across the hedge kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to Jenny walking. And as she's walking sort of past like the jungle-ish brush area, she hears a sword unsheath. Mm. So it's like a, a sword. Okay. So she walks a little bit into the jungle and samurai. Ah. And she's like, ah! It's Lars doing some sort of tai chi with samurais. Mm. And he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Your screen froze for a second. But I didn't know it froze. So for an extended period of time, I was like, is Kim seriously just like taking a nap right now? Because <laughs> it froze with you just like this. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. Can you excuse me? Please wait. Ma'am, so, I'm trying to tell you a story here. Hello. Uh, so he's like, oh, I didn't see you there. And then she's like flirting with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we learn something about Coconut Pete has the best philosophy. And Lars starts to say, and he's like, have a good time all the time. And then Jenny chimes in. And in unison, they say, and always eat the worm. Hey. So now they're like, hee, hee, hee. And two people come up and like, it's a girl on piggyback of a guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're like, hey, come play. But what Lars does is he's like, Jenny, watch this. And he just like touches the girl's neck like with one finger very lightly. And she like goes to sleep. Immediately. <laughs> like just goes totally limp. <laughs> he's got magic hands. Magic hands. And so puts the girl to sleep. And then he's like, and now watch this. And he like touches the dude's like elbow or something. And the dude just starts peeing. <laughs> and he's like. Cool, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And he's like, okay, run off now and kind of like shoes them away. And the girl is just like being dragged behind because she's still asleep. (laughs) And Jenny's like, how did you do that? And Lars is like, we all have buttons, you know, like it's like we have buttons or whatever. And she's like, what other buttons do we have? Yeah. And he like touches her upper lip, like right under her nose and like smushes it. So she's like. Like, not looking cute. And she just orgasms. And it's just like, "Ah!" just like (laughs) orgasms. And he's like, that's called heaven's. To Betsy? (laughs) The heaven point. Ooh. The heaven point. I don't don't know about that. Yeah, I tried it. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't didn't work. That's not my heaven point. Yeah. Yeah, we need his magic hands. 
Yeah. So as they're talking, all of a sudden we hear a crash and we see that Carlos, the dishwasher, has crashed into a tiki building on a parasail and is dead. Like it was like his dead body was like parasailed into a shack and they go over. They're like, oh, my God, he's dead. And they open up his shirt and in his shirt, it's like, I mean, in his chest, it's scratched. Naughty Carlos, like in blood. Whoa. And then they hear the motor of a boat of like a speedboat and they look out and there's a speedboat just going out to sea with no driver. Mm hmm. And they're like, what's happened to the boat? So we just saw Carlos dead. So now we cut to Dave and Juan picking up clothes out of the bushes from the maze. Okay. So like Pac-Man games are over. And they're like talking and whatever. And then Banana Putman comes up and he's just like, ah! Ah! but like can't talk. And they're like, what is it, boy? And he's like, ah! and he's like, and just kind of like, is like, come here. And he leads them to pair. Right, right, right. And then all of the staff comes and we see that pair also has words scratched into his chest. What does that say? That say naughty cliff. Which we can assume that's his name. Correct. And then he also has a staff only sign around his neck. Okay. So now we cut to all of them, all of the staff talking to Pete in the pool. And Pete is like, shh, be quiet. And Juan is like, it's Machete Phil. It's Machete Phil. And Pete's like, that's just a story we make up for the guests. And Fun Police is like, look what they did to the activities board. And they go over to the activities board. And they're all like, (gasps) when they see it, all of the people that have died have Mm. been scratched off the board in blood. So Kelly, Stacy, Cliff. Rolo and Carlos are all scratched out in blood. Wow. And then we see where those little lyrics were. It now says, do your jobs and live. Tell the guests and die. Because everybody's looking to find their own paradise. What? So they're like, fuck. We have to get off the island. So Lars and Jenny run to the dock. Ropes are cut, no speedboats. Two other ones run to the office, phone lines cut. Oh, fuck me. Two others run to the radio, radio So question four, what do you do and what do they decide to do? Um, I'm going to... (laughs) I'm going to build a bonfire... And like a help sign on the on this, you know, somewhere. Okay. For, for planes. <laughs> okay. And they're gonna um uh they're gonna gonna they're gonna either like create like a search party sort of thing or do what the lyrics said, which was like go back to work, but like be on the lookout, but I uh, can't decide which. Which one should I pick, Katrin? Well, it better be the right one. Otherwise, you're getting beaten with a switch. <laughs> you know the rules. <laughs> I'm going to say they they 
go back to work like the lyrics said uh and hey double ding so we cut to so they they find all this destroyed right so now we cut to all of them in the club you know but it's like still kind of daytime but they're all like congregating being like what are we gonna do and uh coconut pete is just like taking shots Mm -hmm. and he's like there's no boats there's no phone and jenny is like and carlos's boat looks like it was driving on its own like out to nowhere so we don't even know where it is now uh and you is like so are we gonna tell the guests and Pete actually brings up a really good point because he says we tell the guests and we go from one maniac running around to a hundred maniacs running around, which I was like, fair, fair, not wrong. Cause like they're all a bunch of like drunk 20 year olds. Like I can't, I don't know that I would tell them either. Like I'd be like, you guys are all idiots. I can't divulge this type of information to you. And you're just like creating a panic basically. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, Putman points out that, the sign around pair said staff only being like he's targeting oh he's us. he's only going after staff anyway so they don't have to worry okay. right and so they're all talking over each other and then we just hear like a very loud slurp from a drink and everyone stops and it's hank just sipping out of a pina colada berg and <laughs> <laughs> and he's like when you're all done melting down and we learned that Hank is uh, Pete's head of security. Oh. And they're all like, Hank is your head of security? <laughs> Hank? We could use you right now, Hank. Yeah. And Pete's like, he used to be a special task, task force guy or something. And Dave comes in with my possibly one of my favorite lines in the movie. He goes, you are aware that I've personally served this guy 20 beers a day for the last 10 years, right? <laughs> and at this point uh hank comes down and he's like i was in nicaragua and like lifts up his shirt and he's got this like like gigantic belly scar like the hugest grossest belly scar and he's like when you can stuff your intestines back in your pockets and walk 20 kilometers to an aid station after a knife fight with gorilla drug lords then you talk to me I don't want to put my intestines in my pockets. No, especially because women usually, because of the patriarchy, women's clothing often does not have have pockets. pockets. So where are we going to put our intestines? Or they're too tiny. So he is like, there's no way off the island until the boat comes. Because obviously there's going to be a boat that comes to pick everybody up on schedule. Oh, great. The big, the the ferry boat. Right. The F-A-I-R-Y boat. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Uh, that's what you said. Fuck you. <laughs> so he's like, no way, off the I- no way off the island. So we have to catch him ourselves, says Hank. And Putman comes in. He's like, we couldn't even catch the bloody raccoons that were stealing my <laughs> wristbands last month. <laughs> and Hank says, well, you didn't ask me to catch him. <laughs> Right, Hank. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, Hank. I didn't. So Hank says, my plan is this. Question five. Oh, what's your plan? God what's Hank's it, plan? Hank. Hank. <laughs> All right. Hank's going to set traps. And you just got to get the 
gist of it. He's going to set traps. Okay. Uh, to try to catch this guy. Okay. And my plan is, ooh, I'm going to do a, a Holden Dix to save humanity situation. A Holden Dix to save humanity. Okay. Uh, do, do, do tell. Which is, what movie was that? The Thing. The Thing. So, like, I'm going to have us stay all together all the time. Like, we all now run. Hold each other's sticks. All the things. Yeah. Uh-huh. And. Tits, vagoners, whatever, you know, because yeah, just gra- grab just something. Grab on. Yeah. Uh, as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, team grab. Mm-hmm. And um, so that way we're all together all the time. And if it is one of us, then so A, we can like protect each other, you know, and then B, right. if it is one of us, if someone starts being suspicious, then we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm going to give you. That's one and a half points. Okay. Point for you. Great idea. Hold each other's dicks. Great. Love it. Um, Hank, you got a half point because he doesn't exactly say set traps. What he says is like, go do your jobs. Play it cool. He'll come to us. And when he does, I'll be there with a whomping stick. Okay. So like. That doesn't make me kind of- feel safe, Hank. Like what if you're not there? Right. Exactly, because like, we didn't establish that we're all going to hold each other's dicks. So, yeah. Um, so it's not really a trap, but he is sort of saying, like, we'll be ready for him yeah. kind of thing. So I gave you like, half. Like, if I'm alone. Yeah. Hank. You can't be with all of us at the same time unless we're holding no. each other's dicks. No, you can't, Hank. Um, he He's going to have everyone hold each other's intestines from out of their pockets. Oh, that makes more sense for him. Yeah. Um, so now we cut to a luau and Putman goes up to Hank and he's like, we're having a party when there's a killer out there. And Putman's English accent like actually is pretty bad. So it's works out well for me uh, <laughs> when I imitate it. Like you're nailing his accent basically. It, is what I you're am saying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Hank is like, Hank is like, Shut up, Putman. The pair was slashed from left to right. So I'm looking for a left-handed killer. The pair was slashed from left to right, so I'm looking for a left-handed killer. Okay. Yeah. I would that checks out for me. So now we cut to Jenny and Lars, and they're looking through the guests' stuff. So they're like in guest rooms looking through their stuff. <laughs> and Lars is like there's something familiar about those words. And he's referring to the words that had somebody had been writing on the board mm-hmm. each time. Uh, and he's like, they sound familiar to me. So now we cut back to the luau. And Penelope comes up to Juan and she is thirsty as fuck. Because remember, Penelope and Juan were strapped mm-hmm. together at the mm-hmm. first party. And she's like, hi, Juan. She's like, I made you a hat. And like basically she made like this giant Peter Pan hat out of like banana leaves. Like it's real dumb. And she's like, do you want to take a walk on the beach? And Juan is like, uh, no. (laughs) Like, no, he's a he's a multi-lady man. Um, And so she grabs him and flips him over onto his back. 
and pins him to the ground. And she's like, I heard you were being very bad today. When you were in the maze, you were eating watermelon. (sighs) And Juan's like, how did you know that? She's like, I see everything, Juan. And then she like kisses him really hard. And Juan is like, uh, okay, uh, maybe we do go down a little further onto the beach. And so she's like, okay. And they get up. And then he's like, oops, sorry, forgot I have to go make s'mores. Uh, okay, bye-bye now. And runs away. <laughs> I love s'mores. <laughs> yeah. Without his hat. So Penelope is left standing there with the hat she made. Uh-oh. Dejected and rejected by one. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to Jenny and Lars again. And they are telling Hank, he's like, they're like, we didn't find anything, just an ass load of condoms. And one guy had a wooden Bible. <laughs> what? To which Eric was like, does that mean all of the pages are wood? Like, that would be huge. <laughs> that would be like very big. I have no but idea. also like, aren't, isn't all paper technically wood? wood? <laughs> So was it like the cover, the binding is wood, and then the paper is just paper wood? And what a weird comment to make. Yeah. And he's got a wooden Bible. I don't know. You got to post more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Hank tells Jenny, he's like, okay, nice work, guys. Oh, yeah. Also, like the wooden Bible, like never comes back. Like they just were like, here are the things we found, a bunch of condoms and a wooden Bible. (laughs) So and we were like, okay. Okay. Um, Hank tells Jenny, he's like, go check on you. And Lars, check over there. So basically, Hank split splits them up. up. Hank. Yeah. Hank. That's the opposite of what each we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Grab your so, intestines. Jenny kind of is like, oh, okay. But is like bummed because she's like super duper feeling Lars. And Lars is really sweet, like really tuned in to her. And he's like, is that a, will you be okay going over there alone? And Jenny's like, yeah. And she like goes off. So now we cut to Putman and he's at the DJ station looking at DJ Dave's records and they're all Coconut Pete albums, like Mm -hmm. all of them. And he pulls one out and it's autographed and it says uh, to Dave, so sorry about your parents. Wish I could have done more. Signed. Uncle Pete. And Putman is like, what? Mm -hmm. And then he sees that there's a newspaper clipping and he pulls it out of the album and he opens it up and the headline says, sister and brother-in-law to Coconut Pete trampled to death at a Coconut Pete concert. (gasps) Oh, shit. Yeah. So now... We cut to you and Jenny, and they're kind of, like, removed from the crowd a little bit, but the crowd is – and it's nighttime now. Okay, so the sun's gone down. It's the luau. It's dark. And you is, like, freaking out. And Jenny is, like, trying to keep her quiet. You wants to tell all the guests. Jenny says, no, don't do that. But you walks off, presumably, to go tell the guests. And she goes into the jungle – to tell people to head back to the beach. So like you can go a little bit into the jungle and you're still pretty close to everything, Mm -hmm. but it's like then the rest of the jungle. Okay. 
So she goes in to be like, everyone head back to the beach. We have an announcement to make. She goes a little further in and she sees Machete Phil. And she's like, oh, no. And so she starts running. Where question six, where do you run to and where does she run to? To the people. I run to the people, to as many people as I can get peopled around. I want to surround myself with intestines. Okay, so you do that, and what does you do? (laughs) She runs into the woods more. One point. Yes, please run to the people. She doesn't run into the woods more, but she runs to another part of the beach that is desolate. No people, no lights, no nothing. No. So now... She's running. Hank, like, finds her, like, stops her. And he's like, what's wrong? She's like, he's here. He's here. Uh, Machete Phil is, like, walking up. Hank, like, approaches him with literally a twig. Like, his whomping stick <laughs> is not even a stick. It hasn't even grown up into a stick yet. It's still a twig. And he's, like, talking shit. Like, he's like, I'm going to get you. Sliced across the chest very easily. <laughs> Hey, uh, useless. Hank, Hank, you were supposed to protect us. Hank did (laughs) not a thing at all. And so you screams and she sees a golf cart. Question seven, what do you do? What does you do? I hope that (laughs) hand in hand we get into the golf cart and drive towards the people. Zero points. Ah! Oh, no, wait. What? Sorry. One point for you. One, one, one point for the, for the character of you. Okay. Zero points for you as in yourself. Okay. Yes. She gets into the golf cart and she's like looking for the keys and all the things. And then she like is trying to put it in the thing and she can't. And then she finally gets it in, starts it up, pedal to the metal. And it's like. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like trying to make it go faster and machete phil is just walking alongside her. <laughs> and she's like <laughs> oh, i love it <laughs> so we can presume that you is no more you is gone <laughs> So now (laughs) we cut to Jenny and she is in her own little bungalow and she is watching one of her own aerobics videos. Okay. And she hears something outside. So she walks out of her bungalow in like her cute little undies and she hears like a twig snap. And so she goes back inside to her bungalow real fast. So now we cut to. Dave. And that was Jenny, sorry? Jenny, yeah. So now we cut to Dave, and it's the next day, and they're doing, like, the dumbest dance. And, like, Dave and Jenny and someone else are, like, doing the dance with the guests, but they're Mm -hmm. talking while they do it about serious things. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, really funny. (laughs) So it's, like, it's, like, the crab dance. And so it's literally them being, like, crab, 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 shot, throw it away, salute. Crab, 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 shot throw it away salute and they're like going like this so they're uh-huh, uh-huh. you can you'll have to join our patreon to see the <laughs> dance that i'm doing and uh 
Jenny is like trying to talk to Fun and Putman and and uh, uh, she, telling Pete she's like, and also I heard one of the boats last night. So like that's the thing she heard in her bungalow. She was like, I oh. feel like I heard a boat. And um, Pete is like, uh, okay, so what do we do? Mm-hmm. And at that point, like Lars comes running up and he's like, I know the lines. I know what they're from. What? They're from your songs. They're from Coconut Pete's songs. Right. So I said the same thing. <laughs> I was like, right. I thought Wait, we knew that. Why did but- we just, <laughs> wait, I just figured they were like not Coconut Pete's songs, which is why they were, no one knew what they were, but I'm like, wait, too. don't we? It literally <laughs> says, guess the Coconut Pete song, but I get, I mean- they're doing a lot of drugs and drinking a lot. I don't know. And also Pete, they're Pete's songs. And Pete also was like, where have I heard that before? Interesting. Okay. So they go. So uh, Pete doesn't know his own lyrics. Lars is like, that came from a specific song called Naughty Cal. And Jenny is like, Naughty Cliff, Naughty Carlos, Naughty <gasps> Cal. Ooh. Yeah. So now we cut to all of them in the club the, during daytime listening to a song on a record. And the song is like, Naughty Cal and Naughty Pokey got tired of living on land. So the three amigos took an undersea trip and never were seen again. Bongo the stoned crab got real high, high as a kite and fell. Cracked his shell and blah, blah, blah. And then Pete remembers uh, that, like, he's like, oh, yeah, those are my songs. And they're like, how do you not know your own songs? And he's like, it was 78. I I don't even remember the whole album, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so they keep listening. And it says something about Toki was lost in a maze all night. And they're like, oh, Carlos in the parasail fell, cracked his shell. Lost in a maze like Cliff. They're killing people to the song. Oh, shit. Putman asks if it has, like, significance to the song. And Pete's like, no. Like, I don't even know what it's about. He's like, Cal. And he's like, Cal is, I don't know, Cal's an under a sea cowboy. And he and his buddy go on an adventure (laughs) to find Atlantis or something. He's a sea cowboy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a sea cowboy. All right. That's what he is. That's his occupation. Right. And uh, so they're like, okay, let's listen to the next line for the next yes, clue. Yes, tell us. The next line is just la, 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 <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so Dave's like, hold on, let's play it backwards. And it's like la, 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 la. <laughs> and they're like, God damn it. <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. But then it does go to the next line. And the next line is something about a big bad orca and a scary octopus were guarding the river bed. And Jenny is like, so is the killer an octopus or the victim's the octopus? <laughs> I don't know, Jenny. Don't and Jenny know. is like, and Jenny is like, also, this is the dumbest fucking song I've ever heard. <laughs> And Pete goes, oh, is it? I only have five gold records over a lifetime. How many gold records do you have, Jenny? (laughs) 
<laughs> and so then they're like arguing, but then they're like, shh, shh, shh. And the last line of the song is, everyone must find their own paradise, but it ain't on earth. It's up there in heaven. And someday we're all gonna die. Mm, So they all look at Pete. And they're all like, kind of being like, why'd you have to write this, man? Right, yeah. (laughs) And then Juan busts in the door. And he's like, you and Hank are dead. And Pete's like, are you threatening me? And he's like, no, you and Hank, they're dead. And he's like, (laughs) oh, right. (laughs) Right, 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 right. I told you they were right, going to get a lot of mileage right, out of that name. Right. As of we. And, yeah. And so Juan is like, just come look. So now we cut to the beach and we have Hank half buried. So like just his torso mm-hmm. is out of the sand. And he's got, don't let this be you, spelled Y-U. Mm-hmm. And behind him are just you's hands or arms like sticking up out of ah! That's it. Question eight, what do you do and what do they do? <laughs> Cry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to continue to build my bonfire and help sign all together, holding each other's dicks and intestines at the same time. Great. Never leaving each other's side. Great. Um, they are... Everyone's intestines in everyone's pockets. They're gonna. Like, what did we learn from the song? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the octopus and orca? So that's done now. I don't. Um, They are going to uh, keep, 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 keep working like normal. I don't know. Really? I would have also expected have a fashion show because that's what they do. Okay. So we cut to nighttime. So after we've just discovered you and Hank on the beach, we cut to nighttime and it's Putman and Juan singing into a microphone, singing one of Coconut Pete's songs, but they're like getting booed. Right. And Penelope is just in the back, like staring at Juan, like in full heat. And now we cut to backstage and they're like, why are we having a fashion show? And Pete is like, because it's fashion show Wednesday, God damn it. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to do our jobs. God damn it. And it is fashion show Wednesday. <laughs> so, yeah, when you're right, you're right, Pete. Yeah. So now Pete comes out and he's like, it's fashion show Wednesday. And Lars comes out in like a giant poncho and he's like, this is our sporting pleasure poncho, only $19.95 at our gift store. And so now we cut to backstage again, and we see that it's like Dave and Fun Police and Jenny all talking, right? Right. And they are talking about the boys are being like, I think it's Lars. Like all of this started right, when he's Lars the got new here. guy. Exactly. And Jenny is like, no, it's not him. And then Dave uh, looks at Putman and he's got like his long, long dreads and he's on stage just like going like this, just like swinging his dreads around like a weirdo. <laughs> and Dave is like, does anyone else think that Putman looks like an octopus? And they're like kind of ignore- ignoring him. Oh. And they keep talking 
And uh, Fun Police is like, how do you kill someone with an octopus? And he's like, backwards, it's Sapotco. Juan, is that, is that Spanish for something? <laughs> and Juan's like, no, but Zapato is shoe. And they're like, hmm, shoe. <laughs> and Dave is like, seriously, does no one see that Putman looks like an octopus? And now Putman like comes in. He's like, cheerio, everyone. What are we talking about? And Jenny is like, well, apparently someone is going to be killed by a shoe. And Putman is like, <laughs> and Putman is like, oh. And he's like, Jenny, let's go look for the boats together. And Jenny's like, um, I don't. And Lars like picks up on this and he's like, hey, man, how about Putman, you and me, we'll go look for the boats. Uh, and Putman uh... is like, no way. If you're the killer with your swords, you'll kill me. Cut to Putman and Lars going into the jungle to look for boats. What? So. Putman lost. Lars and Putman are going to go look for boats. Uh, before they go, Jenny kisses Lars to be like, good luck. And then Putman steps up and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she like shakes his hand mm-hmm. and he's like, God damn it. So now it's them like walking along the beach towards the jungle. And the rest of the staff is just like watching them go. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we splitting up? Why are we splitting up? So... Now we cut to a weird scene. They're looking for boats in the jungle? The boats are gone. So I think for them, they're like, maybe they're hidden in the jungle somewhere. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Sure. They're they're looking for boats in the jungle, Kim. I don't know what you want me to say. I should have asked. You told me. Should have just accepted that. I don't know why I'm trying trying to clarify that's. I mean, to be fair, I think they are, like, walking along the coast. So they're, like, maybe there's, like, you know, like, they're kind of just looking everywhere. And so now we cut to this weird scene of Pete in the kitchen. And he's talking to to two chefs who clearly don't speak very much English. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, I bet you think it's pretty crazy that I'm in here, that I'm going to cook for the guests now. And he's, like, talking to the chefs and they're, like, just silently watching him. And he's like, I'm going to make coconut Pete's paella. You know what the secret is? The secret ingredient in coconut Pete's paella? And they're all like, no. And he's like, coconut Pete's paella? Mm. Coconut! Coconut is the secret ingredient! God! Do you think any money has to deal with this shit? And then it like <laughs> pans out. Any <laughs> <Eddie>, money. <laughs> <laughs> and then it pans out and we see that the rest of the, that um that they were uh Juan and uh Jenny were watching Pete like through a window like through glass like lose his shit and like throw things around the kitchen but like they can't hear what he's saying basically being like Pete's losing it right. like is Pete, what's this happening and so they're talking and then all of a sudden Penelope is right there and she's like hi Juan do you want some calamari? And it's like a big plate of calamari. And they're all like, (gasps) she's like, it's an aphrodisiac. And both Jenny and Juan start to look a little scared. And they're like, and she's like, you're not afraid of a little octopus, are you? And they're like, she's like, come find me so I can wrap my tentacles around you. And then she leaves. And they're like, oh, man. 
And Jenny's like, I mean, she's a little weird, but it doesn't prove anything. Juan says, only one way to find out. Question nine, what do you do and what does Juan do? He's going to go follow her. He's going to go to her. And? And wrap her tentacles around him. Okay. To see if she's the killer. But then if she is, then kill her first. Okay. And right? what is um what uh, do you do? Uh I'm gathering all of the staff together. Uh-huh. We're staying together and holding each other's dick testes. You don't even have to finish. Double ding. <laughs> Come on, people. Uh, yeah. Why so, are we separating ourselves? Uh, they're so drunk, Kim. They're so drunk. This okay. is they're impaired. Right? Right. So Juan says, only one way to find out. Cut to Juan in Penelope's room. And we have Dave, Fun Police, and Jenny hiding in the closet with, like, weird weapons, (laughs) like a golf club and a ukulele. And Dave, like, keeps talking to them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, shut up. Because we see outside the closet, Juan and Penelope are going to bone. Right. That's how Juan is. Juan is detective boner. Right. And she's, like, cracking her bones, like, being like, I'm getting ready for this cracking athletic endeavor. Bones. Her knuckles. Yeah. She cracked her knuckles. Cracked her and cracked her knuckles, but. Cracked my knuckles. Yeah, yeah. You can call it bones. <laughs> and uh, she's like, I haven't been totally honest with you. And at that point, she just takes her top off. Beautiful breasts, by the way. And does gymnastics, like, onto him like does a flip onto him and like lands spread eagle on his his dingus and she's like i really wanted to leave my past behind and at this point juan starts like snapping at the closet right right kill me and she reaches for something under the covers and he's like come on and she pulls out a picture and it's a picture of her as a gymnast and she's like my coach would kill me if he found out I'm here. I'm supposed to be practicing. He's really scary. And Juan is like, you're a gymnast? That's the secret you couldn't tell me? And so now he's into it, and they start doing it while the other three are stuck in the closet. <laughs> and so he's, like, boning her uh, vigorously. And Dave, like, tries to crawl out and, like, uh, he, like, grabs Juan's foot, and Juan is like, go back in the closet. So they go back into the closet, uh, and then Juan and Peen finish boning. She goes to the bathroom. Juan opens the closet, and he's like, I'm still not sure. I need to go back one more time to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he shuts them back in the closet. <laughs> uh, so good. So now we cut to Lars and Putman at a bonfire alone, right? Because they went off to, like, find the boats in the jungle. And they've set up a bonfire for the night. And Putman says, what are your intentions with Jenny? And Lars tells some story about the ancient Ming dynasty and says, and they said, if you love something, let it go or whatever. And Putman is like, fuck off. That's a whole mock card. <laughs> and uh, then Putman, the music gets kind of creepy. And he says, 
I have some ammunition. He's like, what kind of man would I be if I sat idly by? And at this point, he pulls out like a giant plastic bag and like opens it. And we're like, is he about to like suffocate Lars? Like what is happening? And he's like, don't underestimate me. I know things you don't. And Lars is like a little freaked out as well. He's like, what's he going to do with this plastic bag? Am I going to have to, are we going to come to fisticuffs here? And then we see that he puts the plastic bag on his head to protect his dreads. Okay. Yeah. And at that point, he like pulls out the newspaper clipping again, but like doesn't show it to Lars. So now we cut to the fun police in Lars's bunk with Dave. And they're looking around to see what's in there. And the first thing they find is a videotape of Coconut Pete's concert in July of 1992. And they're like, what? And then they find his swords. And they're like, what? And then they're both like flashlighting around the room. And they open the closet. And it's a giant, terrifying shrine to Coconut Pete in his closet. So now we cut to the full moon. Lars and Putnam... Putman on the beach. Putman wakes up. The fire is out and Lars is gone. Okay. Got it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know they were sleeping there. Were they sleeping? Yeah. Like they're like, okay, turning in for the night. Didn't find any boats in the jungle today. (laughs) They are really, (laughs) what's happening here? You're just separating yourselves constantly. Just constantly. So Lars is gone. Putman is like freaked out. He then turns. Machete Phil is right there. Fuck. So Putman just runs into the jungle with his plastic bag head. (laughs) And then he runs into a bunch of spider webs and he falls Ah. down. Machete Phil is right on top of him. And he's like, no, no. And, 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 and Putman pulls off his mask. It's. Dave. I knew it was Dave. And then Dave is stabbed from behind. No! Machete Phil is standing behind Dave. And then that Machete Phil takes off his mask and it's Putman. And then Putman gets down on Putman and Putman starts making out with Putman (laughs) together (laughs) on the ground. Please tell me this is and a dream. We hear Putman, Putman, <laughs> and he wakes up, and Lars is waking him up on the beach. So Putman like wakes up. He like wakes up like startled, and like Lars is on top of him, but like he was all like confused and scared, so he was just like ha ha ha, and just runs off into the jungle <laughs> in real life. And Lars is just like, what? Okay, bye. So. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you were like, I knew it. Favorite. (laughs) (sighs) So now we cut to Pete in the water and he's just like drinking tequila out of the bottle with like a guitar on him and like a wave like knocks him over. Like he's just kind of losing it a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're, like, playing games on land. And then Juan is like, the boat! <gasps> and we see that one of the boats is, like, out a little ways. <gasps> Lars is on it. 
<gasps> and he dives into the water and swims to shore. Right? Mm-hmm. So he comes into shore and he's like, don't get too excited. And he holds up the propeller to the boat. Oh, uh, like, it's broken. It's broken. Question 10. What do you suggest and what does Jenny suggest? So they have a boat, but it doesn't right. propel. Right, 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 right. Um, but we're, yeah. So I, I mean, we can't like uh row our way back to normal land i don't think we're like in a like we're in like a far away island i'm presuming it's pretty remote yeah so it's just okay. what does jenny suggest okay she suggests to row the boat to another shore to safety away and what uh, do you suggest i suggest I suggest to use the boat's uh, like radio or whatever um, to contact for help. That's a great fucking idea. I didn't even think of the that maybe there's a radio on the boat. Great idea. You should at least go look. Yeah, give Um, it a shot. Jenny suggests she's like we have strong guys like we can put a couple guys in the boat and or to the mainland so i guess there is like you know mainland and she is suggesting that like it's gonna have to be some strong dudes so it's pretty far away drunk pete comes up and he's like the riptide will take you out to sea you'll be drinking your own urine in 20 hours And then they're like, hey, Lars, where's Putman? And Lars is like, he's not here? I don't know. He ran off into the jungle last night. I assume that he came back here. Uh So now they all start accusing Lars. And they're like, we saw your creepy shrine, man. And Lars is like, I could never hurt another person. He's like, I touch others to make them feel better. So then Juan starts accusing the fun police for whatever reason. And Pete is like, mellow out. And he's like, the boat will be here tomorrow. We just have to make it till tomorrow. We can do it. We can do it tomorrow. Just hold each other's dick intestines. Um, Fun police is still on Lars, still on the Lars train. And Lars has had it. So he's like, I don't have... He's like, I don't have to tell you shit, fun pig. You want to fun arrest me? You need a fun fucking warrant. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to them putting Lars into solitary confinement. Okay. Okay. Now, what it says is dunk tank on the room. So what I surmised is that it's the room that leads to the dunk tank or jacuzzi that those people were fucking in. Okay. Okay. Lars is like, Jenny, you got to believe me. They lock him in the dunk tank. And they're like, Jenny, or Juan is like, Jenny, it's okay. Like, if it's him, then we're good. Like, he he's confined. Mm-hmm. And if it's not him and somebody else dies, we know we it's know. not him. I mean, yeah. that makes sense at least. Yeah. So now we cut to. This Jenny really is ju- like The Thing. This is just, um, you know, yeah. a yeah. remake of John Carpenter's The Thing. Totally. 
Yeah, that, and that's actually how they marketed it mm-hmm. in 2004. They were like, exact remake, 2004 update of John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Um, but like on so, an island. We, right. Twist. Exactly. Twister Rooney. So now we cut to Jenny. Uh, she's like kind of trying to calm down. So she goes out to the pool and there's some guests out there. And she's like, hey, are you guys going to be in there for a while? And they're like, yeah, we're hanging out. She takes off her um, whatever, dives into the pool. As she's underwater, we see Dave run by or fun police. I can't tell because when it's when it's fat, those two look very similar. So I couldn't really Mm -hmm. tell. But he's naked and he's like, free drinks to whoever catches me. (laughs) (laughs) So all the guests like get out of the pool and run after him. So by the time Jenny pops up, she's like, what the? guys also you know she's like where is everybody um at that point she hears someone else dive in to the pool she turns around she doesn't see who it is so she starts trying to swim away and then it's one of the guests that pops up and he's like hey and she's like you asshole and he's like whoa something brushed against my leg and he's like just kidding it's just my gigantic cock (laughs) And then Jenny is just, like, not having it. And then she's like, oh, no. No. And she sees behind this dude, Machete Phil, standing there uh, with a TV over his head that's playing Jenny's aerobic video. Ah. Question 11, what do you do? What does Jenny do? I'm going to get the fuck out of the water. Okay. And... (laughs) Go to grab a weapon and go to people. Why do I keep being alone? (laughs) Well, to be fair, she didn't think she was. She specifically said, are you guys going to not leave me alone? Fair, fair, fair. But my teammate took all the people away. And if he was on team Team dick intestines, he wouldn't have done that. Agreed. So very interesting. I'm going to get out of the water. Grab any weapons and run towards surrounding myself with people. Okay. What is she's going uh, to, um, she's going to get a, she's going to, she's going to get out of the water too <laughs> and run. Yeah. Double ding. Hey. Let me do that again. That wasn't a very good ding. There we go. So she is like, Dirk, the the guest name is Dirk. She's like, Dirk, get out of the water. And he's like, because he it's behind him. Mm-mm. So he like doesn't. She swims really fast. He just stays there. Machete Phil drops the TV in. Dirk is electrocuted. Mm-hmm. And she's on the side of the pool, like scream crying. Mm-hmm. At that point. All the lights in the entire camp go out. Uh And so Machete Phil wears a mask. He does wear a mask. I cannot for the ever fucking life of me picture what the fucking mask is. Okay. (laughs) I know. You watched the movie? Because at one point he had, well, at one point he had a pineapple on his head and then... And then a lot of the shots, it's like we just see uh, 
you know, part of him. Oh, I literally okay. cannot even picture well, what his fucking mask fine. is. Like it's it's not like it's like a Freddy mask. You know what I mean? Like it's or like a Jason mask. Um, I mean, <laughs> Freddy doesn't Freddy really wear a mask. Yeah. That's just yeah. his face. <laughs> yeah, Jason mask or Michael Myers mask is what I was going for. <laughs> so. All the lights go out in the camp. Jenny runs and she bumps into Putman. Oh, Putman, you're alive. Yeah. And she hugs him and he says, you putting your arms around me, Jenny, I can only assume every other man on the island is dead. (laughs) And she's like, Dirk, Dirk is dead. Now, Dirk was the guest that was making fun of Putman uh, when he was doing tennis. And we've seen this particular guest like antagonizing Putman a lot. Okay. Um, And so she's like, he's dead. And Putman says, really? What was the look on his face? He must have screamed, bloody murder. And Jenny's like, you're scaring me. And he's like, I just want to know if smoke came out of his ears. And she's like, "Ah!" and then fun police is there. And uh, they're all like, oh, wait a minute. If Dirk was just killed, Lars can't be the killer. Okay. If Dirk was just killed, Lars can't be the killer. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. So they all go to the dunk tank, open the door. It's empty. Lars is gone. God damn it. Now, all that there is is this one teeny tiny little window. And they're like, he's too big to have gotten out of there. Like, so they don't know how he got out. So they start going down another hallway with flashlights because, remember, all the lights are out. And at the end of the hallway is a door, and it's, like, jangling, right? Like, the doorknob. So they're walking slowly towards it, and they're like, Pete, is that you? Pete, we need the keys to the generator. And they're, like, walking slower, slower, doors jangling. One is right in front of them. And he just, like, shines the flashlight, and he's like, is somebody going to get the fucking door? And they're like, oh, okay. So they go up to the door. They open the door. And it's just Dave with headphones on. And he's just like, I think there's a problem with the lights, guys. Like, But like <laughs> dancing and like talking too loud. Uh-huh. And so Jenny still doesn't think it's Lars. But Fun Police definitely does. So he starts saying to Jenny, he's like, I mean, what is it with you and Lars? Are you guys, like, in cahoots? And he's like, I mean, look at it. You fucked Rolo, now he's dead. Carlos and Cliff, you fucked them, now they're dead. And she's like, hey, I fucked Juan and Pete, too, and they're not dead. And Putman is like, am I the only one? (laughs) Fun Police is like, maybe it was you, Putman. And at this point, uh, somebody, one of them, pulls a letter out of their pants and they're like or maybe it was you Juan and he's like what me and they read the letter and it says letter from a Costa Rican prison uh Juan exhibits none of his previous behavior and will make a great addition to the staff and they're like Juan what did you do and he's like I don't want to talk about it and they're like Juan why were you in a Costa Rican prison and he's like it's nothing I don't want to talk about it and he sort of like is backing up And at this point, we see that he kind of, like, hits a tripwire. The tripwire goes. Mm -hmm. It spins an office chair around. Mm -hmm. We see that the office chair was serving as a a pulley, Mm -hmm. like a pulley system. Mm -hmm. 
and a body on a noose comes <gasps> swinging down from the ceiling. It's Coconut Pete. It's Coconut Pete? Coconut Pete is dead. Oh, shit. And they all see. And Fun Police is like, how could you do that, Juan? And Juan's like, I didn't kill Pete. And then they're like, so what about the letter? And he's like, okay, fine. You want to know why I went to jail? I had sex with a goat. (laughs) I lived on a farm. I was lonely. We were just a couple of dumb kids. Which I laughed about about a couple hours later because I realized that a baby goat is called a kid. Uh And it made me laugh. I do not condone having sex with animals, though, because they cannot consent. So, Juan, you deserve to serve time in prison for that. Um, Funny joke, nonetheless. Um, Putman comes in and is like, it wasn't Juan. And he's like, it was Dave because of what he did to your parents. Mm -hmm. And so he pulls out the newspaper clipping and shares it. And Jenny is like, you fucking asshole, Putman. All of us know that that happened. Way to bring it up, dick. And Dave is like, I could never kill my Uncle Petey. His favorite spice was rosemary. He was afraid of dogs. He had an uncircumcised penis and smelled like oranges. (laughs) Okay. And, uh, 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 uh. Putman is like, well, that's all well and good, but I bet you inherit the island now, don't you? And Dave's like, it was already mine. He already signed it over to me last week. And they're like, what? And he's like, he wanted to go back on the road. He was getting all amped up. Like, he was ready to go. And as he's doing this, Dave is just, like, popping a bunch of pills. And he's like, I told him I could totally handle it. I could handle the whole place. (laughs) And, like, just kind of freaking out. Then Lars Lars comes in. And he starts sobbing. And they're all like, Lars, you're here? Also, you're sobbing? What's happening? Fun starts clapping, being like, very convincing, (laughs) Lars. So Lars goes to attack Fun Police. And they decide, they're like, we can't do this. We're locking you up again. And Jenny is like, no, no, we can't do this. We need a plan. Question to Elve. What's your plan and what is Jenny's plan? I have a fucking plan. When are we? Is it nighttime? It's now nighttime. The boat will be here tomorrow. Great. Great. Mm -hmm. We're going to fucking hold each other's dick testins for the rest of the fucking night until the fucking boat comes. We're going to start. We're going to. So stand in a back-to-back circle, uh-huh. holding weapons and intestines. Yep, holding weapons and intestines. I love it. Great. And until the boat comes. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, What's Jenny going to do? Jenny. Jenny wants to... Uh, so, ooh. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like I was gonna be like, yeah, Jenny wants everyone to stay together, stay together too, and I was like, or Jenny's like, okay, everyone split up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I just don't know, or or she's like, okay, 
I, I think she wants everyone to, to stay together, too. Really? Double day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm nailing this movie. Jenny's the smart one. Jenny is like, we all need to stay together in one room till the boat gets here tomorrow. Yes, gather we should have been doing all... this the whole time. Yes, gather up all the guests. We've got to make it till morning. So now we cut to all the staff with torches, except for Jenny and Lars. And one of the guys says, I'm not going anywhere with him to one of them. And then somebody else says, well, I'm not going anywhere with him because he had sex with a goat. And Juan says, I used a condom. And Jenny says, you said it was against your religion. And he's like, uh, got to go. Bye bye. (laughs) (laughs) And Juan runs off and he's like, I need to go find Penelope and like runs off. So basically what's happened is they all are splitting up, even though Jenny was like, mm, we all have to stay mm, together. Right. Because then fun is like, come on, Dave. And Dave is like, I don't think so. And runs off coked up. Then fun is like, Jenny, you're making a mistake. And fun goes off by himself because Jenny is staying with Lars. Fun still thinks it's Lars. Right. right then Putman right. is like, uh, Putman is like, and I'm out of here, too, because I don't know what happened in the jungle. Talking to Lars as well. His weird, like, whatever the fuck. And so now it's just Jenny and Lars with no torch in the pitch black. Uh. So now we cut to hopped up Dave and he's like, I know where the keys to the generator are. Like he's just like, hee hee. So he goes and like gets the keys to the generator and turns all the lights on in the DJ area. So Mm -hmm. like the club area and just starts like popping more pills and playing records. Okay. So now we cut to Lars and Jenny and they're in Lars's room, and Lars is like, someone took my swords. <gasps> then they hear something. Cut back to them now going into the DJ room, okay? So they were in Lars's room. They heard something. They go into the DJ room, and there's Dave's <gasps> head mm-hmm. spinning on a record player. Dave. That's why so we now, shouldn't split up. We shouldn't split up at all. At all. Dave, you brought this on yourself. I'm not trying to victim blame, but you needed to stay together. So we now cut to Jenny and Lars, and they're running into Jenny's room. Like, ha, ah, ah, ha, ah, ah, And they go to shut the door, and Lars is like, the lock is broken. She's like, what? And it's like kind of like, glass doors you know so they can still see out and so when they realize the lock is broken jenny then sees machete phil Mm. like right outside the window door lars tells her get under the bed lars tries to slide under and can't fit because he's too fat so she's like, what are we going to do? He starts like chanting and he's like, um, nom, shiva, um, nom, shiva, um, nom, shiva, um, nom, shiva, whatever the fuck. And as he does it, his belly starts to shrink and he like <laughs> slides under the bed. Okay. And she's like, and he's like, uh, I, uh, I know how to make myself skinny and then I can fit. And she's like, is that how you got out the window? Also, why don't you just do that all the time? He's <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Uh, so then under the bed, Lars like picks something up and it's fuzzy handcuffs. And he's like, Really, Jenny? She's like, Never mind. 
So then she's like, shh. So Jenny's holding the fuzzy handcuffs. There's feet of machete Phil <gasps> right in front of her. And they're trying to be real quiet under the bed. Question 13, what do you do? What does Jenny do? Um, what do the feet look like? Uh, black, booted, big. I think that they are going to put the handcuffs around his ankles so he trips. Okay. Did you say you or them? Them. I'm debating if I want to do it myself or if it's better to just stay hidden. Uh, fuck it. Let's do it hand in hand. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Double day. Hey. So I debated about giving you that point, but I think you get the point. I'll tell you why. So the feet are walking back and forth in the room. They're trying to be really quiet. The feet turn back around. At this point, Jenny handcuffs his ankle to the bed. They get out from under the bed. It's Putman. <gasps> Putman? So now you they're like, Putman, And he's like, no, no, no. And Jenny's like, so what are you doing in my room? And then she sees he's got a pair of her underwear in his hands. Oh. And she's like, what are you doing? And then she sees, oh, no. And Machete Phil is right behind him. Gosh. Damn And she's it. like. And Putman is like, where's the key? Lock the door. And she, Or no, where's the key to the handcuffs? And right. she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, lock the door. And she's like, it's the lock's broken. And he's like, you've chained me into my deathbed, you Piccadilly whore. <laughs> and Jenny is like, I'm so sorry. So he's like, hand me that racket. And she hands him a racket and tennis balls. And he starts serving the, <laughs> the tennis balls at Machete Phil. It's not going great. And Machete then just takes the machete and just throws it right into Putman's chest. Okay. And he's like, oh, no, dear Jenny, go. And Lars is like, namaste, Putman. And Putman's like, fuck off. And they go (laughs) and hide. And they hear Putman being like, I should have known it was you. And then they hear him being stabbed forever. Who's left? I don't even know who's still alive in this piece. Yeah. So then the killer starts looking around, and they're hiding in the bathroom behind an opaque shower curtain. And they're, like, standing there like this. They're, like, if he opens the curtain, we're, like, ready to punch him. Nothing happens. Footsteps stop. And then all of a sudden, a towel is flung over and, like, like, covers – uh, Lars's face uh-huh. but they still just have to like stand there like really quietly and then they hear him leave and uh, Jenny like pulls the towel off and he's like covered in blood and he's just like so please so like basically he like used the towel to like mop up Pup- Putman's blood and then like uh, flung it over the thing and okay, like covered okay. him in blood so now we cut to all of the guests all in the same room having a party in the DJ place, in the big club area, okay. okay? Some dude is at the ice luge, like nothing has happened. And then the guy at the ice luge says, oh, Jesus, no, that's blood. <gasps> he ice luged blood. And at that moment, we see a hand turn like the major light switch on. All of the lights go on and 
every dead person is hanging all over the oh, ceiling. Oh, shit. So now at this point, the guests are like, ah! and they all just start like running. And Penelope comes out and is like, I haven't seen Juan all night. What's going on? And then here comes Juan covered in blood, holding a machete. Uh-oh. And they're like, Juan? And he's like, I found Putnam. And then they're like, then they hear screaming. So long story short, I think some other things are said. He's not the killer. He found Putman, pulled the machete out of his right. chest, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then they hear screaming from the mud bathroom. So they all go into the mud bathroom. Picture like a tiled room. And in the center are three tiled rectangular tubs full of mud. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Juan has the machete. No one is in the mud bathroom. The mud baths are all filled with mud. Juan has a machete. Question 14. What do you do? What do they do? Why did they come here? Because they heard screaming. Okay. No one is in the mud baths. They go in. No one, no one is there that that they can see. I think he's going to start macheteing the mud. Okay. Like someone's hiding under there. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to... Kim's like, I don't know. I'm machete Phil now. I'm killing I'm everybody. <laughs> really? I'm going to go back to my OG plan. I have a machete now. And we're just <laughs> yeah. going to be in the same fucking room holding each other's dick testins until the freaking boat comes. One and a half points. One point for you. I mean, honestly, I can just put dick testins for you for all the <laughs> next two questions. I mean, it's just stay in one room. Uh, no, we get a little different here. Half a point for you because, yes, just start stabbing into the mud. Just start stabbing. What happens is Lars goes to the first one and he reaches in. Nothing. They're like trying to be quiet. So he goes to the next one. Reaches in. Pulls dead fun police police. out. And then they all look at the third tub, realizing that like, they all look, so they all look at the, uh, the third tub. Lars goes over to it. Juan throws Lars the machete. <laughs> Lars stabs into the tub and then stops and says, oh, no. <gasps> Everyone, get out. Huh? And they're like, what? And right then, fun police wakes up. <gasps> he gets out and he grabs Lars around the neck and... uh and the machete. Yeah. So like he he has the machete now. And so he's like arm around Lars's neck. Has him by the throat. And he starts going off into his villain speech. And he's like, ha ha. Did you know I could hold my breath for three minutes and 33 seconds? Nobody suspects the fun police. <laughs> 
And one of them is like, I kind of always suspected you. And he's like, bullshit. <laughs> and, and Juan goes, you are the bullshit. You, you are machete filled. The kid has no dick. And fun police goes, that's an old story. And Juan goes, what do you piss out of? Your asshole? And he's like, it's just a story. I have a dick. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not machete Phil. I'm machete Sam. Sam is his name. And he was like, it was all because of Rolo. He said he didn't have my grass. But then I saw him with those hussies and my grass. And we like kind of see the scene playing out uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, wait, that's not it. And he's like, it's when Pete gave the deed to Dave. And so now we see like a scene that we hadn't seen before. Pete giving the deed to Dave and like shaking hands. And he's like, it should have been me. Uh, It should have been me. I'm the best employee this place has ever had. And then I got you guys to try and decipher that stupid song. Is it the octopus? Is it the orca? Is it the walrus? I am the walrus. (laughs) (laughs) and he's talking and as he's talking we see Lars slowly reaching for the machete but it's not the machete he's reaching for he touches like one spot on his arm and uh, fun police like can't talk anymore he's just like coming like he's just like (laughs) and they're all like what are you doing and Jenny is like do the sleeping panda, which is like the one that puts you completely out. He's like, I can't reach. You got to get out of here. It's about to get messy. So Penelope, Jenny, and Juan run out. Juan like salutes Lars. And Jenny goes back into the club. They're, she's like, let's go back to the club. And they're like, why? That's where all the dead bodies are. And she's like, it's the most secure building on the island. It's where we keep the booze. <laughs> and so they run into the club again. And a bunch of guests are still, like, running out. I don't know why they were still in there. Um, One bro dude, like, grabs Penelope and carries her away. And she's like, no. And Juan is like, no. Juan and Jenny run into the club um, as muddy fun Sam is coming after them. And they, like, close the door. And it's, like, one of those metal doors that, like, comes down, like Mm -hmm. what you see on Hollywood Boulevard. Pulls the door down. Lock it. And they see all the bodies. Then Juan sees that Sam, fun police, managed to get Penelope. <gasps> and they're in the sex tank. So he can see them, her mm-hmm. underwater, like mm-hmm. banging mm-hmm. on the glass. Mm-hmm. Question 15, what do you do and what does Juan do? Uh, I mean, I'm going to be like, sorry, Penelope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Sorry, staying Dean. here. <laughs> staying here till the boat comes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and grab some weapons to protect myself from fun police. And then uh, he's going to, um, I guess, go try to save her somehow. Do I need to create a plan? Juan can't bear to see his penelope in danger. So he grabs a fire axe and breaks the glass and they all fall out. And Jenny is like trying to get them, get Penelope up. Like she's kind of like out of it, you know? And at that point, Sam 
sits up Michael Myers style. And he's like, not a party until someone breaks the jacuzzi with a big creepy smile. And then he starts maniacally laughing and he goes to pick up the axe and he's about to axe them when he's stabbed in the stomach (gasps) by Lars. And Lars says, the fun is done. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So then they open the door and it's all this happy music and everyone is outside fucking and losing their clothes and it's a whole happy ending. Then here comes Sam. Fun police is not dead. He's stabbed but alive. And so Juan says, quick, I can lose him in the jungle. So cut to them in the jungle. Juan is taking them to that cliff and they're all like, we can't jump off of this. Are you crazy? It's daytime now also. I don't know. Uh, Just go with it. And he's like, it's high tide. And he's like, but make sure you close your legs and clench your ass cheeks. Otherwise, water will fly up your butthole and paralyze your intestines. (laughs) But I need my intestines. I need my intestines. That's how we hold on to each other. Yeah. (laughs) And they hear fun police Sam calling for them. And Peen is like, I trust you, Juan. And she kisses him and gymnasts off the cliff. And Lars is like, who is this chick? And Juan is like, she is my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Juan jumps off perfectly. Jenny and Lars jump off. Not perfectly. Cut to them in the water. Lars sees something underwater. It's the other boat. So one boat has no propeller but is floating. The other boat is sunk underwater. Oh, okay. And they're like, he sunk it. And Juan and Lars, I almost asked this as a question, but there's no fucking way you would have gotten this because we don't know how boats work. Um, Juan and Lars are like, if we get the propeller from from that that boat boat and put it on the the smiling smuggler. Yeah. Points the other boat. So they all he go. They all swim to the boat. So Lars and Jenny and Penelope swim to the boat. Juan dives down to get the propeller and he's like trying to get it off. We see someone jump in behind Mm -hmm. him. Cut to the other three on a dock, but the dock is a floating dock. Okay. okay? Yeah, yeah. And they get in the boat, no Juan. And then Juan jumps up mm. out of the water. And he's like, Penelope. And Penelope is like, Juan, you're bleeding. Mm. And they try to pull him up out of the water, and he's like, no. severed, like sliced. And at that point, Lars has gotten the the propeller from Juan and is, like, trying to get the propeller onto the boat. Juan falls back into the water and he's like, leave me. You must leave me. Penelope, I love you. Just one kiss before I go. And Penelope goes to lean down and and he's like, no, no. You and Jenny. (laughs) I always wanted to see that. Oh goodness! <laughs> and then he just kind of like oh this movie oh, sinks this below the surface, <laughs> like Jack in Titanic. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! And they're like one, and then Sam jumps up out of the water, yeah. knocks Jenny over, and he's strangling Penelope. Lars gets up, knocks him over the head. Now Fun Police is strangling Lars. Jenny tries to hit him, and at that point, uh, he pushes Jenny off. But Lars is able to foot him onto the dock, and it, and he's tangled in the ropes. So now, 
defund police is on the dock, tangled in ropes. Um, and Jenny gets into the driver's seat and bolts. But the rope is still partway in the boat, partway around Sam, fun police. And so as the boat is pulling off, it's pulling Sam off the dock. Sam quickly lassos the dock so that it's like he's now connected himself and the boat so the boat can't go anywhere, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm. Lars sees this. Last question. Lars tells Jenny to do what? I really don't understand what's happening with the rope, if I were to be honest. Okay. Uh, okay. Boat is connected to the floating dock, floating dock by the rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The rope is also attached to Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam is kind of like hanging on to like a big wooden post of the dock kind of like trying to steady himself because he's all tangled up and the boat's going and the dock is whatever. So question 16. And the rope is, is connected Lars? to the boat? Yeah. Um, do I have the machete still? Mm-mm. And the boat's working? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to like... Uh, undo either cut the rope somehow or like undo the rope from the boat okay and then boat away so he gets stuck to the dock the dock and that's them uh hand in hand i have no idea zero points great lars says sharp right jenny sharp right Mm. so now they start going around the dock in a circle which ties Sam Fun Police to the post. Okay. And he's like, ah, 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 and it's like going round and it's like squeezing him to death. And he's like, ah, ah, squeeze to death. So they then slowly approach and he's like, we gotta untie these lines. We gotta get out of here. And he wakes up and he starts strangling Lars. And Lars is like, go, go, go. So they go again. Sam lets go. They start going around more, more, more. And this time, they sever him in half. (laughs) You better not wake up anymore this time, fun police. So then his legs float away and and his body detaches into the water. Triumphant music. Fun police jumps out of the water and grabs Penelope and tries to pull her in. Just the top Penelope. half of him. I thought Penelope's dead. No, she was just being strangled. She's not dead. Oh, okay. She 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 didn't die. Um, Lars. So Lars is like no, and he grabs no, Fun Police's half torso, die. and he starts swinging him around the boat and flings him into the ocean, and we watch him sink down. <laughs> and Lars says they're probably going to kick me out of the pacifist club and Jenny says or at least ask you nicely to leave (laughs) (laughs) and then she says Tiantu the heaven point and Jenny touches his lip clit and he's like 
And then he grabs her nose like honk honk. And she's like, and then they kiss and hug. And Lars is like, let's go, Penelope. And the three ride off into the sunset. Just before the credits, Sam's bottom half bobs up and starts kicking towards the boat. This guy. The end. That was very fun. Very, very fun. All right, let me total your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. You did pretty well, Ms. Burns. Mm, do tell. Uh, Dead or Alive's, you got an abysmal four out of ten. Uh, <laughs> but for your questions, you got 25 out of 32. Yeah. Which gives you 29 out of 42. I'll fucking take it. It's pretty good. Yeah. it was. This was a delightful palate cleanser. It was so silly. I really knew nothing about that movie. Which is always I, fun when I it's all a either. surprise. Yeah, it was all Eric. Eric was like, you made me sit through Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. So now we're going to watch this, which is the same vibe. So Also, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar is a perfect movie. I love it. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's the best movie I've ever seen. It should win all of the Oscars. Okay. And, I, and you can fucking put that on my epitaph. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so there we go. Thank you. So let's you. find our own pleasure island and go. Yes. But not get murdered. No. Well, we wouldn't get murdered because we know that we have to hold each other's dick testins. Right, of course. To stay alive. Yeah. So we'd be We're fine. professionals, so. Yeah. Um. Well, that's it. Thank you. I loved it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad I could bring some joy to your day today. <laughs> Uh, okay, we here's the business. We have a other podcast named Kim and Ket's Survive the Cellar. We have an episode, a new episode coming out uh, Monday. And uh, if you could go subscribe, rate, and review that podcast to please the algorithm gods. And then also do the same for us, you guys. Yes, please. please. Um, That episode is going to be with Natasha Kermani and Bria Grant. Yes. It was a really, really fun episode. Very. I can't wait for you to hear it. Also, come join our Patreon. We are always offering new things. I have a new thing that I haven't even told Kim. I've decided I'm going to offer new patrons. Uh Um, So. uh, I can't wait to hear. I hope we all hear together. (laughs) Yeah. um, So go join our Patreon. Buy our merch. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all the things. Join our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive, maybe. And I love you. I love you too. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Ghosted me. I'm I'm done. done.